Hey guys, welcome to The Art of Conversation with Arti Anglais. My name is Tara and I'm the host of the Arti Anglais podcast. And I'm sorry that you haven't heard from me for a few Sundays. It was actually a little bit hard because once I arrived in Australia, I got sick. So I lost my voice and I couldn't really talk. So I'm going to make up for it today by making an extra long episode. And today I'm inspired a little bit by the question that I've been uh, asked a lot since I arrived back in Australia to visit my friends and my family. So one of the things they've been asking me is, how is my French going? And very often they'll say to me, how is your French going and can you say something in French? Which is funny, I find it funny because most of the people that ask me that question don't understand French anyway, so I could just make it up and say whatever. But anyway, that is a question that pretty much everyone has asked me, how is my French going? So today I wanted to answer a question about why I started learning French and the ways that I learn French on a daily basis. And the reason I wanted to answer this question too was because it's very often the first question that I ask my students when I have one-to-one conversation with them, which makes sense. So I ask them, what is their motivation for learning English and what do they do on a daily basis to learn more English and to be exposed to more of the language? So I'm going to share with you today some of the ways that I learn French and, well, of course, my motivation for learning French. So first and foremost, my motivation is pretty easy to explain and that is I live in France and I want to be able to better understand what people are saying in conversations. I want to be able to express myself, for example, when I go into a shop and I need to ask for certain things or when I go to a restaurant and I need to order a meal. So for me the the motivation is really easy to explain but also I guess since I've been living in France I've also developed a curiosity and more of an interest for the French culture so it makes it a lot easier when you have that motivation to want to learn the language. So Just to give you a little bit of background information, so I've been in France for a year and I live in Montpellier and before I I came to France, I had only been learning French for about six months, but the six months weren't very serious. I was only doing little bits and pieces. So I started off having a course that went for six months and it was only once a week. Uh, at a community center near where I was living and it wasn't it was just very basic things like introducing the names of the the days of the week the colors the months and a little bit about the grammar which was handy and helpful because just to let you in on a little secret about when we learn English in Australia for example When we have our English classes, we don't really learn a lot about grammar. So I would say that, you know, I could tell you the name of what a noun is and what an adjective is and what a verb is. 
But apart from that, we don't go much into things like tenses and different conditionals and things that you probably know a lot more in detail than than even I did at the time. Now that I'm an English teacher, I know a lot more than I did when I started learning French. So anyway, six months beforehand, I started learning a little by little just things in this class. And then I also had a teacher on italki who lived in Mexico. And we would talk once a week, sometimes two, sometimes three times a week, just so that I could start um, practicing talking. And in the meantime, I moved to France and I wanted to have a teacher who lived in France. So I ended up starting to do a course in Montpellier with a lot of other students. Uh, Not heaps, but I had, there was four or five in my class. But what I found was I was finding it difficult because I was in a beginner class and everyone in the class was absolute beginner. So I was learning the names of countries and the names of colors and doing all those things again, even though I had already done it. So, and it was also a little bit more difficult the next level of class. It was a bit more difficult for me to understand. So I felt like I was in a place where it was a little bit more difficult for me to do French in the course. So anyway, I, I just felt like a beginner again. And I decided to stop doing that course. And I think it was the best decision for me because I like to learn things very independently. And I would say that I'm somebody who is very curious by certain things. And I like to to find my own rhythm and find my own resources and things like that. So it was good for me to then start doing independent learning. And I, I did that by trying to find lots of of different media online. I think very often people have a misconception that when you're emerged in the language, you'll learn quicker. But for me, because I was starting from zero and I understood nothing, it really was hurting my motivation. So when I was going out and trying to, to order things in French, I was forgetting what I needed to say and I was not understanding things when they were talking back to me. So that was really challenging. And I think this misconception that you should be you should be fluent in three months or you should understand the language in three months after living there in total immersion, it's not it doesn't work. And particularly for me, even though I living was living in France I wasn't talking or being exposed to the language every day because I was working from home and doing all those sorts of things. So my daily interactions in French were were not a lot. So I was working as a freelancer and I was working online. So those interactions were very few and far between. So I decided I would stop the group course and learn independently. And I want to tell you some of the things that I did to stay interested and stay motivated. So the first thing I did was I have a teacher on Skype and she lives in France and we speak once a week. And the best advice I can give is that you need to find somebody that you trust and feel helps keep you motivated. So my teacher knows what my interests are. 
we have good conversation and I feel motivated and then that motivation makes me feel confident and then so when I'm in real life situations of being able, of having to speak French I can understand a lot more I feel like I can replicate some of that language that we're using and that sort of thing so that has been the number one thing that I would recommend is to have somebody to talk to every week that adapts their their way of speaking and they understand that you're you're learning the language and that helps your motivation so and that and that has helped me a lot the next thing that really helped was dedicating a lot of my day a lot of the downtime in my day when I'm doing things like cooking or doing the washing or cleaning the house or things that don't require me to think too much I would be listening to something in my ears so I started listening to a podcast called Coffee Break French and they do lots of different languages the Coffee Break language podcasts and then I started listening to things like the radio there's specific radio shows that are for French learners so I started doing that and then I found a podcast which was more for intermediate French learners which really started to help my comprehension because the language is slow it makes sense there's a transcript that goes with it and that really helps my well it helped my comprehension at the start and actually I think I spoke about this in the first episode of my podcast and that's why I wanted to make my own podcast where I was able to speak and then provide a transcript. So in any spare moment I have, I have my headphones in my ears and I'm listening to something and that really gets me in the rhythm of French and being able to listen. And I really like this practice so much that I'm really excited because for Christmas I'm going to get a new pair of earpods from my mum which I'm really excited about so that will make that experience even a little bit easier. Um, I think doing this helps tremendously. It's really good for your oral comprehension and sometimes even though I might be sitting in a conversation with people, with French people and I'm sitting next to them and I'm not understanding everything I can understand the general idea of the conversation and I put that down to the amount of listening that I do. I would say that every day altogether I might do two hours of listening. So it might be 20 minutes of something, another 20 minutes of something, it might be an hour of something. Sometimes I'm not fully concentrated on what I'm listening to but I have it in my ears and I'm trying to get the general sense. But what I do focus on doing sometimes is having a short 10 minute segment of something. So a short 10 minute amount of a, of a episode of something. And I will listen to that three or four times. And then on top of that, I try and listen to, to other things that might be more suitable for native speakers. So the other thing that I do is my phone is in French and this is sometimes hard because sometimes I don't understand something and I really want to swap it 
but I try and persist and try and work it out using the context. And this is interesting too because when I do Google searches or anything, it always comes up with the French version first. And so that's helped me to start reading and I try and force myself when I use Google to look at the French Wikipedia or something like that and then if I'm really struggling I'll switch to the English one. The other thing that I do every day is I read the free newspaper on the tram. I don't always get the tram but there's a tram stop just next to my house so I'll always get up in the morning and and walk to the tram stop and pick up a free newspaper and I'll read that in the morning even if it's sometimes just one article and I see what I can find in there and it's good too because it's based around the local area the articles are not too complex and they're simple so I highly recommend trying to read something like that that has short articles The other thing that I do which I think has really helped my motivation and my connection to back home in Australia is I listen to SBS in French and that helps me to see what's happening at home. I see what's the, what are the French people that live in Australia doing in Australia and that's really interesting to me. I find that that I can connect to people who have moved to another country and they face the same challenges that I do about trying to learn a language and trying to immerse yourself in a culture. And then the other thing that I've found really good is there's a a Facebook group called uh, French in Melbourne and I follow that on Facebook where people put posts about certain places in Melbourne or they need to know about how you do some admin part of their life or um, things like that and it's good because I can help them and I can practice my French by responding to their comments and things like that and sometimes messaging people and then having exchanges in half English sometimes and half French and that's good to stay interactive with with people. The other thing that I do which has been a really good thing is I have a conversation exchange partner so and we've become very good friends as well and I even introduced her to one of my friends who who I met living in Montpellier so we catch up for lunch once a week and we talk half an hour in French and half an hour in English and at the start I found it really hard I didn't I couldn't understand everything she said, but now I'm starting to understand a lot more about what she says. I don't speak as much as I probably could, but the understanding is getting better and the oral comprehension is getting much better. And I think it's really good to do that because you're talking to somebody who is in the same um, situation as you, in the same boat as you, and they understand about making mistakes and they know that that's okay. So you feel, well, in my case, I just feel a little bit better when I'm speaking to somebody who I know is also learning my native language. So that helps. The other thing that I started doing recently is, which I've spoken about before, is reading Harry Potter 
in French. I don't do it as very often. I might do it a couple of times a week, but I use a, an app called Readlang, and that really helps because you're able to read something in the app and you click on a word, a vocabulary word, and it gives you the translation in English or gives you the translation for the language that that you need to, that you can understand. So that's really helped my expanding vocabulary and, and things like that. And I like, I like reading Harry Potter. Well, I liked reading Harry Potter when I was a little bit younger, so it's kind of a good starting point for me. And then something else I started recently, which actually came from the Melbourne um, French people living in Melbourne Facebook group was I asked, I put a post on the Facebook group to ask if anyone had written a blog about their time in Australia. So a lot of people responded to that comment and gave me links to their blogs about their travels around Australia. And of course, they're all in French. And for me, that is really helpful. And I wish that I had done it sooner because... I can start to talk about places that I've been in Australia or places where that I know in Australia or certain things that are interesting to me about my own country, I can express them and see how other people have expressed them in this blog. And I think staying in contact with your your country as well is a good is a it's a good way to stay in contact with your country because you're you're seeing how people who speak the language you're trying to learn interact in your own country. I think it's very fascinating. So that's been helpful. So I sign up as a, as a member. So I know every time they post a new uh, topic. And it's also really interesting because, for example, one of the blogs that I'm following talks a lot about Melbourne, talks a lot about the street art in Melbourne. And of course, that is something that really interests me so it's nice to read about what they what their opinion on something that I'm interested in is so it's really good um so I would say my biggest advice would be to read 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 and read as much as you can because that's how you develop your your vocabulary but reading in such a way that you're not always reading things that you don't want to read. Um, I have to say too that one of the things that I've heard a lot about recently is a lot of people don't talk so much about the grammar and it's it's very common and very um, in fashion at the moment to learn in context, to learn the language in context. And I don't entirely agree that not learning I don't entirely agree that not looking at grammar is the the main or is the most important I think you shouldn't not look at grammar Um, I think you should at least look at little pieces of it but by learning in context so with my teacher we work through a book and we do grammar exercises but that are related to articles that I'm reading or interesting things. So it's not always just learning standalone grammar, but it's seeing that 
being used in context. So I think that's interesting and important to note. And I think one of the things that's made me feel comfortable with learning French is you have to be comfortable with not understanding everything. So I'm at a point now where in a conversation I can understand the general idea of what's happening. Occasionally somebody will give me a small translation or a few words to translate. And when that happens, I get a bit quicker at understanding certain things. And I think what started to help me more was being curious and asking the people that you're speaking with to explain something. And I have a friend who is very good at when I ask about why is it like this or when is it like this, she explains it to me, but she explains it to me in French, always in French and slowly and she adapts her way of speaking so that helps a lot um (coughs) excuse me the other thing i think is interesting is try and learn from everyone you can for example i always learn from the kids that i teach so for some reason they just love being teachers for me and they love to say it's not like this it's like this or this is how you pronounce this and not this way so you can learn from absolutely everyone you just have to look for opportunities to learn and very often I will ask the children that I'm teaching how do you say this word and they will love the opportunity to talk and speaking of kids I think one of the things that I've enjoyed is reading kids books and I'm always interested in finding good illustrators in English for English books but then I recently started doing the same for French so I've been trying to find good children's book illustrators and finding French books so I just find that interesting because I like looking at the pictures and and seeing how they might do things. I think because one day I'd like to write my own kids book so it's making me interested in having a look at a wide variety of different things and I think my last piece of advice and I still struggle with this even now but I think it's good to be reminded of it is that you need to stop being a perfectionist because no one cares more than you do about making mistakes and that's easier said than done obviously but I would say that is the number one most important part of learning so anyway I hope that gives you an idea of the sorts of things that I do to learn the language and some of the things that you might want to do yourself when you're learning English the other thing that I haven't spoken about is something that I've only recently started doing more of because I didn't feel I was ready enough to do it and to be able to understand but I've watched a lot more French series and things on Netflix with subtitles and also watching English series with French subtitles has just every now and then I can see new vocabulary or I can see how you might say an English expression in French so I think every little bit helps and when you want to be immersed and you want to learn as much as you can 
trying to somehow work the, the language learning into every part of your day is the best way to do it because that is how you will be immersed in the language. So that's all from me today about learning about how to learn a language and motivations for learning a language. Um, currently I'm working on releasing my next podcast, which will be, we'll see if I can get it out next week, but it will be about women in art and their visibility in art. And it's, I think it's a very topical, um, thing to talk about, about equality and, and making sure that women have a voice in art. And I want to talk about all the different things in terms of the past and and what the future is looking like for women in art and how they're represented in galleries and and things like that. So that's been an interesting one to make. And next Sunday, it's almost Christmas, and I'm actually celebrating Christmas with my family a little bit early. I'm celebrating with my dad's side of the family on the Sunday on the 22nd of December. So I'm going to release a podcast on that day about how we celebrate Christmas in Australia. So thanks to my teacher who suggested that topic for my podcast. So I'm going to tell you all about how we celebrate a hot Christmas, the things we eat, and some of the other traditions that we have on Christmas Day and and how some things that are very European-based, uh, very bizarre in Australia. And also some of my experience being in Europe for Christmas, which was last year. So I look forward to sharing that with you then. I'm going to stop talking now because I'm getting a croaky voice and I need to save my voice for the rest of the week. So I hope you have a great week and I will speak to you soon, guys. Bye.